This ain't no sissy radio show. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. A rebel. You're listening to your dad's radio. Well, no. <laughs> not, not like that. <laughs> like this. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is TJR. This is Dot Life. Friend Zone. This is Vecchio. This is Luca Pretolesi. Heck that. Hey, this is Mako. You're listening to your dad's radio show. Yo. What's up, babies? Welcome back to another energy-filled episode of your dad's radio. This summer has been a blaze. I've actually had a great time so far, and I hope you have too. I'm actually just back from the Your Dad's House Party in San Francisco, and the show was amazing, in spite of me spraining my ankle just before my DJ set. <laughs> but more on that story later. Over the next hour, we're going to work through my monthly top 10 tracks with a stacked lineup of new music from Pink Panda, Don Diablo, Domastic, and even a fresh track by me. Then Moses Lemus, the film producer from my upcoming Your Dad movie, drops in for a jam-packed interview full of stories. Lastly, the extraterrestrials drop from the sky and grace my DJ decks in this month's guest mix. I'm excited to have Milk on the show. But first, we're gonna start this month's countdown off with a brand new one from Funky Fool. The track's called Give Up On Love, so turn it up, let's get this thing started. Your dad's top 10 tracks of Jim. We're giving up on, giving up on love, our love. We're giving up on, giving up on love. Giving up on, giving up on love, our love. We're giving up on, giving up on love. We're giving up on, giving up on love, our love. We're giving up on, giving up on
shit down on sight. That's right. Yeah, we got it going on, got it going on. But it feels so good to be us. Yeah, we got it going on, got it going on. Yeah. heard a great remix of Finesse by Pink Panda. They're quickly picking up steam and I can't wait to hear more music from them. Coming up next though is an artist I'm quickly falling in love with. The track's Elephant and it's by the Dutch producer Domastic. Right now, you're listening to the contagious and fun track by the French producer Boston Bun. The track spread love. <laughs> to continue the theme of young talent, though, my next track is a feel good by Justin Milo and Navara. Here is Live Like This. I'll be honest, it took some time. 
figure out the things I needed in my life I'm not flawless, broke some rules Just so I can find out what I wanna do Lately, I am on the right track Found the strength so I can fight back all these lies From the demons in my mind, demons in my mind It's starting to fade six months ago. Meet Peggy. Krista, I'm bored. What should we do? <laughs> oh my god, Peggy. We haven't even checked our Tinder today. Yeah, I know. Let's just check it tomorrow and go to the movies instead. Come on, Pegs. It'll only take a second. I got a couple today. How about yours? Still nothing. It's hard when I'm not a perfect 10 like you, Krista. Does this sound familiar? Are you tired of looking for your true love in a line at Walmart? Well, yeah. Just because you're not the perfect 10, 9, 8, or heck, even a 7, doesn't mean you shouldn't find the perfect one for you. That's why we created 3inless.com. 3inless is a place that feels like home. Our staff of trained professionals work tirelessly to make sure nobody over a three on the hotness scale can create an account on our site. So it's been six months. Let's check back in with Peggy. I couldn't be happier. I found my dream man on three and less, <laughs> and his name is Doug. You're among your peers. Dreamless.com. Hey, there you are. Thanks for sticking around. I'm really excited about this next one because it's my newest track called Helium and it just dropped this past week. It's actually inspired by, you know, that euphoric feeling you get when you're at a festival in the middle of 20,000 people and your hands are just like stuck in the air as if they're held by helium. Yeah. So I recorded these vocals as just a placeholder while I was in the writing stage of this song and I figured I'd find a singer to do something more intricate with a lot more talent since I'm not a singer. And as time went on, I kind of just fell in love with the track the way it was, so I decided to keep my vocals. So here's Helium. Hope you guys enjoy. Helium, 
Right there is a big glass of hell yes. <laughs> it's the new one by Don Diablo and it's quickly working its way up the charts. It's called Anthem. As we continue to build energy though, I'm happy to introduce my next track, Funk You, a collaboration between Tajamo and La Fuente. Go ahead and turn this one up. <laughs> Fresh beat, drop! 
want to hear some fights? <laughs> fights are stinky, but this song is nice. www.yourdad.rocks Because your dad rocks! That's a huge one right there. It's the Steve Aoki remix of Pop It Off. It's really one of those throwback influence songs from like the Dirty Dutch and Afrojack sounds back in the day. I, I love it. So I'm going to add that one into my DJ library for sure. Now we've reached the last track of my monthly top 10. This one is the Crunk remix of Be Alive. It's filled with vocals from one of my favorite singers, Luciana. Get ready for some cardio. Let's raise the BPM.
Okay, got it. We're ready to roll the interview. Interview time! <laughs> this month, I'm really excited to have the filmmaker and owner of Salty Block Productions, Moses Lemus, behind the microphone. With a resume packed of amazing work, I'm happy to have him here today. We first met this past year while in production of the Your Dad film, so I thought it'd be fun to invite him here on the show for a fireside chat. All right, I'm here with Moses Lemus from Salty Block Productions. What's yeah, up, yeah. homie? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> it's so good to have you finally in here. We're going to talk a little bit about um, about the Your Dad film. Your Dad film, that's right. Everybody wants to know, how did you get Your Dad? How did you get that name? <laughs> now people are actually going to be able to find out. It's true. I'm really excited for that, yeah. too, also. And you had a big part in that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was a, I was a producer for the film. Um, it was a really great time really good to know the backstory of your dad and really kind of bring it to life because i mean your dad what kind of name is that right i know seriously yeah. and people ask well, where'd you get the where'd you get the name and the idea well, well, you'll soon enough you'll soon enough you'll see so you were so freaking helpful uh on the days of filming there's lots of work that you do before that we film and then when we got to filming it was so nice because i thought it was going to be super stress-filled uh me trying to you know co-producing the film it's gonna be managing so many people and it wasn't like that at all you, you did your job so good that it kept it so stress-free that me being able to act i just was able to concentrate on that it was totally stress-free yeah that's what a producer is supposed to do they're supposed to make it so that way when you are on set it's it flows as easy as possible because there's nothing worse than getting on set and you have people not knowing what is going on I mean, the AD and the director are not in the same page with the DP. And, you know, everything can just easily fall apart. And lucky enough, we had a really good crew um, that we were able to put this film together. What was it? Four, four or five days of shooting? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five days of uh, filming. And we were just able to really knock it out. And, and literally everybody's feedback right after was like, this was such an amazing set. Just because everybody there was so cool and, and was into the project and was really happy to be involved in it. That's freaking awesome. So, so, okay, for people out there that don't know what a film producer does, uh, how does that differ from like a music producer? What what exactly does your job entail? Yeah, those are two huge different type of things, right? You can say, oh yeah, I'm a producer. Most people are going to think, oh yeah, music, you make music. Yeah, yeah. Now, unfortunately with film, it's 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 a lot less sexy sounding, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, so what do you do? I mean, what's so the it's, job? So it's a lot more paperwork. It's, it's getting the people together, finding the right people to actually fit in to the project who are actually going to make a difference in the project. So bringing in um, all the people you need. So, um, you know, uh, getting the, the crew together, um, making sure you have the right equipment for every shot that you actually need, um, making sure that we have um, pretty much, it's like a manager. You know, producer is basically a manager of yeah. the film set. So they have to be on top of everything, have to know everybody's job, have to know everything. And a really good producer will make sure that everybody is on top of their game. So going back, I'm thinking about the producer thing, right? And and how stress-free you made it. And I'm thinking about two specific scenarios. First one, you remember when when it was the day that we had the test, or not test drive, but we, we had a car, we rented a car. Oh, yeah. And, and essentially, noise suppressor, or a, a hardcore artist over in uh, in Europe, just amazing mm -hmm. guys, a really good friend, Bike. He and I jumped inside of a inside of a car, and we went and rallied the crap out of this thing. Just did donuts in parking lots and jumped it and all sorts of stuff. And you guys actually had to rescue us. Like the car was limping by the time we brought it back to the house. It could only go into one gear. We're limping back to the house. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. When the guy comes to pick up his car, because this isn't like Enterprise or something. This is like a personal car we're renting. And I'm like, oh man, when this guy gets back, he's going to be so pissed. And and I knew that would throw me off the whole, we still had like eight hours of shooting or something. And I'm like, this is going to throw off the whole rest of the night. And Mo just, dude, I, I didn't have to think about anything. Mo just came in, don't worry about it. I took care of it. I'm like, he didn't even yeah. tell me what happened until a couple weeks after the shoot. I didn't yeah. even know what happened. Yeah, it was, uh, once you guys came back and I saw the condition the car was in, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, Oops. are you serious? Like, the people were already there just kind of chilling, waiting for their car to come. <laughs> Luckily, they left right when we started filming and came back literally, what, maybe 45 minutes after we were done with that scene. And oh my God. <laughs> After I saw the condition of the car, and there, I was like, "Oh my God, they're gonna be here in like an hour." 
like what am I gonna say like my heart the guy came to pick up his car I was like look man I hate to tell you this but your car's not functioning correctly <laughs> man my heart was beating so fast just because like you don't want to tell somebody you ruined no, something especially you know? when you didn't ruin especially it when when I didn't the do star it, yeah. of the film is kind of a dumbass <laughs> but I had your back so it didn't even matter right? no no I it was totally it saved me man <laughs> okay so your producer but let's let's not lie you weren't acting as a producer when we were in at, at the mansion party because <laughs> you were you were behind the camera and and i was drinking i think i drank a little oh, yeah. bit too much i actually had three different people including management come up to me and like dude you just chill out you haven't gone on set yet and something happened what happened <laughs> so your dad tried to be cool and uh fell and <laughs> down a staircase. <laughs> down a staircase. I, I fell down the staircase. And he broke his ankle. He had an ankle the size of a golf ball, which is absolutely crazy. And he still played on it. You still played on it, which it was, was super freaking cool. And you were still jumping around and acting crazy. And I was like, dude, how is this guy right now even walking the size of that ankle? Super golf ball. Like, what in the world? And then what, two, three days later, you broke your toe? I broke my toe, yeah. So so literally, I broke the ankle like a half hour before I went on to play, which I'm like, oh no, because this was my first un unplugged set. So I was gonna take all my wireless controllers and such, and I was gonna perform out in the crowd, but I wanted to run around and running around just wasn't in the carts. <laughs> so I could bounce in one spot. That's essentially what happened. They even brought up a seat and an ice pack and I was icing during part of the set. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so then we come home a couple days later, I'm, I'm sitting on the floor and I have to get up and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try not to bear any weight on this ankle. And I, I don't go to the doctor. I'm not one to use doctors unless You're it's a tough dire. Guy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I decide not to not to bear any weight. So I, I lean on my left foot because this, this accident happened on my right foot. I, I lean on my left foot and I kind of put my foot down and I twist and as I twist, my longest toe, and I have monkey toes, bro. It's because you're tall. I'm tall. Fuck. I have monkey toes. So one of my toes next to the thumb gets twisted underneath my foot. I stand up on it, and we hear a loud, and Carly looks at me, and she's like, was that your toe? Because that wasn't a pop. That was a break. I'm like, that was definitely a break. The toe got huge. The toe's been purple for two weeks now. It's brutal, and bro. if you can actually see him right now, he's got a blow cast on his toe, and he got... He got a little wrap on his uh, ankle. But there, you see this so. toe. Look at the toe. What, what's what's special about that guy? <laughs> you got eyeballs on your toes. Who's got eyeballs yeah. on toes? <laughs> I, I, I put those little googly, we, we, we super glued googly eyes on my toe splint. <laughs> As for a googly eye toe for a googly eye walk. Yeah, baby. <laughs> anyway, so so I'm busted, but uh, I have to heal because we're, I'm going to Europe in two and a half weeks. Yeah, you're going and to And we Amsterdam. got a lot of walking going on. Tomorrowland. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, Dominator. I'm stoked. It's going to be fun, man. I hope you have a really good time and enjoy yourself. I can't wait. You're dead. What's on the horizon for you? What what kind of exciting projects are in the works? Locations you headed to? Give me some of the magic. Dude, I am super, super excited for what the future is holding right now. It is so amazing. I feel extremely blessed to be in the situation that I'm in. I mean, it's been a lot of hard work, but um, so I'm working on two features right now. That and, of course, one of my favorite things to do is travel. Travel and film is like one of the most amazing things. So um, I'll be heading to the Bahamas and New Orleans mm, here soon to, to to <laughs> to you know to start filming, start doing some cool stuff. So I'm just really excited for it. Um, there's nothing cooler than being able to do what you love to do and actually traveling to do it and getting paid at the same time, which is always awesome. No doubt. Yeah. Find what you love. Find a way to make money from it. You'll never work another day. Yeah, you'll never work. <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> So tell the family uh, where they can find you online if they want to check out your work, your, your videos. Yeah, you can go check out my stuff at saltyblock.com. Um, I have a bunch of my videos up there. Um, you'll watch them every time somebody sees them. I hate to pat myself in the back, but they absolutely just jaw drop every single time because they can't believe that it's coming from from Salt Lake City. So definitely go check it out, saltyblock.com. Of course, uh, IG, Instagram, um, saltyblockpictures, at saltyblockpictures. Um, yeah, and you can kind of just check out some of our stuff there as well. A lot of, we usually try to put up a lot of uh, BTS stuff on there so you can actually see what we're doing. Um, so, yeah. Sweet. And to go ahead and jump down in the show notes, I'll have all those things there too. So. Yeah, boy. Boy. So, one last question. It is the question. So, let's the say question. you got your very own time jump watch. It's an exciting day because you can time jump to any year in the future, any year in the past. Where and when would you travel and why? Man, I would love to go 
to ancient Egypt. Yeah. I would just love to see how the hell do they really make the damn pyramids? <laughs> That's what I want to know. How do they make the pyramids? I don't believe this whole rock thing. You know, they were pulleys and all. I don't believe that. I really don't believe that. I don't believe they did it that way. I believe that they were doing that in a different manner. Ancient aliens straight up on my mind. Like, how do they do that? How do they cut those rocks? They didn't just chip them. Rock and... No, they didn't do it that way. I don't believe they did it that way. So that's what I would love to see. I would love to see some King Tut up in his thing with his with his sexy wife, supposedly, or deformed. I want to I want to know what they look like. I just wanted to know. They're aliens, man. We got a conspiracy theorist among us, people. Conspiracy, don't hate, man. Don't hate. Well, Moses, thank you so much for coming and joining us on the show. Welcome to the family. Thanks for having me. You were already family, dude. So thank you so much. Thank we you. love you. And uh, and take it easy. Good luck with all your film projects. Thank you so much, man. Good luck to you as well. Deuces. Your dad. Your dad. Your dad. <laughs> It was nice to catch up and relive some of these fun experiences from the film shoot, but the full uncut half hour interview is going to be available on your favorite podcasting service in just two weeks time. So make sure to check that out. As for now, though, I'm happy to introduce my guest DJs behind the decks this month. I'm excited to have the duo from outer space share their sounds with us. Give it up for Milk. Greetings, Earthlings. This is Milk. You're listening to your dad's radio guest mix.
having a great time i hope you guys are too got milk
your favorite social media accounts at official yo dad
to Milk for that guest mix. All their links are going to be found in the show notes, so check them out. Hey, your dad always told you to drink your milk. Now you can say you listen to it also. <laughs> As I finish editing a couple new vlog episodes, those are going to be posted up to my YouTube and at official Your Dad social media accounts. I'm also just finishing up a new production before packing my bags and heading on a Euro trip for a few weeks. I'll be visiting the Dominator and Tomorrowland festivals as well as many other music spots. Uh, I can't wait for that. But because of this, the next Year Dad's Radio episode is going to be coming out late. But I promise to have some new and interesting material for you when I return. So thank you guys for hanging out this hour. I'm going to see you all in the future. <laughs>